A good way to test if it's load bearing is take the bricks out from the bottom. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I am Brett. And this is Fools of Tools, a podcast for the finishing Fustian Weaver. Fustian Weaver, not Foistian. There's no O. Uh, gentlemen, Foisty. how are we? Foisty. How are we? How is everyone? Al, how are you? What have you been up to? Um, I am exhausted, which is half the course, but specifically exhausted due to not having slept for pretty much an entire week. Um, yeah, I've been on I've been on a narrow boat with eleven children. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been so much fun. I mean, in theory, it was fun. Um, in practice, it was safeguarding the lives of other people's children <laughs> on on dangerous waters in an old, yeah, old boat <laughs> feels like dreams mixed with nightmares it was dreams mixed with nightmares um and you know they, they'd never not they'd never done it before so there was no experience there's no confidence yeah. um there were challenges with the other scout leaders uh, which led oh. to me pretty much basically doing it all by myself. Mm. Um, and yeah, things were learned. Fingers were broken. Um, no children died. Who Whose fingers? <laughs> a small child. Ah, uh, okay. I think you're it say, wasn't like, you me. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were going to say you broke one of the scout leader's fingers because no. they weren't no. able. <laughs> Al walked up and just, I'm going to keep doing this until we agree. One of them managed to break their own hand. Um, <laughs> which of course helped with you know the, the opening of locks, <laughs> yeah, and the maneuvering of a twenty-five ton barge. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Um, yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds awful. Hmm. Um, and anything else was that it? Like, uh, anything... I, I, I managed to start the garden for the first time in like two years because it was I had a day where I wasn't doing something. And it was not raining. Is mm. Carlos still alive? Carlos is now six Carli. Hey! All in their own little terracotta pots. So if anyone wants a, a chili plant, fuck yes, you. please get your own. <laughs> uh, I was I was going to make a comment about the the whole like octopoids rather than octopi or whatever the fuck it is, but I couldn't remember it because it's from. Greek and not Latin, or Latin and not Greek, but I can remember the pieces. Yeah, no, it's octopuses. Uh, awesome. Um, good work on the gardening stuff. Uh, Brett, what about you? I have been putting a decent amount of work into the homestead. Mm. Um, trying to get it finished up to at least put in for the residential sign-off. So, like, nowhere near done to the degree I would like to be in terms of comforts and finishings and things like that but as far as the checklist goes i think i just completed the last bit of it yesterday and my kitchen space is basically done i could cook a meal there now if i wanted to which is very cool um anybody that's been following on the instagrams has seen that i also received a coal iron 12 ton press which yes. was very neat nice new little toy for the ship shop um, after a bunch of conversations with uh, David De La Gardelle, if anybody's heard about him before, he's one of the he's the guy who runs Coal Iron's uh, marketing mm. and Instagram page. But David's a 
absolute sweetheart. So the cool thing about that whole agreement is that um, it was discounted, which is very nice of them. And the trade-off is also I will be producing two videos for Coal Ironworks YouTube channel. So it's going to be me doing whatever it is I do, and it will live on their channel. And just nice. need to come up with two cool ideas. They said I basically have free reign to do whatever whatever build I want, as long as it's not knives, <laughs> which, thank Christ, because I don't really want to do that. Um, but yeah, we want to explore the kind of more sculptural aspects or just like general blacksmithing using yeah. one of these machines. So that's going to be really, really fun. I think the best part about it, Steve, I'll have to send you some photos. And I don't know if you've seen them in person, but the dies for a 12-ton press are just scaled-down versions, right? And so yeah. I have a combo die that is like, it's this big. And there's a <laughs> there's an inch and a half of flat and an inch and a half of round. And it's the most adorable piece of steel I've ever seen. Nice. Um, beyond that, yeah, like I, I've been just chipping away at the rest of this list for the house. And I, I think, and this is fingers crossed, that maybe not by next episode, but soon, 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 I... I will hit the goal, like the big achieved goal, which was turn this place into a residential living space. Noise. Yeah, it's been, what, two years now or longer than that? But like the entire outset of this thing and getting it purchased from this guy who was a total loan shark and lied a bunch was to get this place to residential. So I may have just pushed through. We'll have to see how that pans out. But if that happens, you guys will be the first to know. And it will alleviate a massive amount of financial and emotional stress that <laughs> I've been kind of just slowly dealing with yeah. over the last couple of years. It's really exciting, you know, but I, yeah. I've gotten better about not getting my hopes up too much on that kind of thing, especially when it comes to permitting and the household yeah, stuff. Yeah. So we'll see how it pans out, but, I, you know, Whatever. Oh, and uh, the very last little final thing, and I get it, I'm kind of shilling it, but this is more a huge thank you to everybody that's been helping and doing the votes and donations and stuff towards the DIY hero thing. Yes. None of us knew that when we signed up for this, like no one read the fine print enough to realize it was going to be two months and there were all these rounds and brackets and things like that. I had kind of written off the idea of it, but... Uh, after a few conversations with some of our other friends who were taking place in it, most recently, Keith, uh, Shipwright Skills, and I have been talking about it because he's still in it. But we've only got three more rounds left. And if I somehow get deported through this entire thing, it could be a big friggin' deal. Yeah, man. <laughs> and the whole plan is to go and, like, use it and go help people. And I want to, like, pay for my gas to go help somebody you know, or yeah. pay for a ticket to go somewhere and, and like help put my skills to use and not have any kind of weird burdens between the two of us. It's like, no, I'm here. And what can we do with like 500 bucks in a weekend? Yeah. Because That's... I think it, I think it's important to pay that shit forward. And because I, I think we all have, but like, it's not like I'm financially ahead on any capacity. So it's not going to change if it happens or not. But if yeah. it does, I'm not going to be like, oh, man, well, I guess I'll just kick back and retire now. One, it's not that amount of money. And two, I think there are more beneficial things that can be done for the community with somebody winning it. So I'm crossing my fingers. If anybody's listening, 
is continuing. John, I've seen John on there a bunch and a bunch of other fools. So appreciate you guys. Thank you. I love you. Thanks. Nice. Good stuff, man. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I've seen a few fair few people sharing it around on Facebook and even in like different Facebook groups and things like that. So yeah, hopefully you'll um make it all the way through. It would be really, really neat. Yeah. Love to see. But so um, Steve, you've been a busy boy and it's been a couple weeks. Yes. Oh shit, yeah, it has. Tell we, me about your Land Rover and literally nothing else. We when did we last record? I can't remember what I did the week. Yeah, I can't remember what. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's been very, 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 very busy recently. Um, lots of good stuff, some not so good stuff, uh, all sorts. But uh, this last weekend was uh, Easter weekend, which in the UK is essentially a four-day weekend. Um I had a boxing day, right? Yes. Uh I had a, a gig to go to um on the Saturday, which was fucking awesome because it I really needed to get back into seeing some live music again. So it's really nice to kind of kick that off. But uh other than that, I purposely had zero plans to do anything with anyone uh because <laughs> I knew there was a load of stuff that I just needed to like life admin stuff. Um yeah. So yeah, in the last couple of weeks, like I, I can't remember if I said about all the drama with the the woman that lived next door, and when she moved out, basically I ended up with a an invoice coming through my my letterbox for just shy of a thousand pounds for some work that she'd had done to her house, which had my name on it. Um, so managed sense. to get all that sorted out, managed to get that paid off. Um, there's still a little bit of lingering drama with uh, some of the other work that was done, but because, of course, apparently I'm now in charge of all the stuff to do with the um, the house with that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, other than that, like good stuff. I um, I managed to get a load of work done on the Land Rover, get that started up, get everything put back on um, and working again. Um, fired up first time no issues whatsoever other than the battery being dead but once that was charged back up the land rover started like didn't miss a beat um yeah everything's working on it i just need to get some new like covers for the lights um screw all that back in and then that's that done and then i can sit around for another six months whilst i save the money to put through an mot yeah um yeah. i like but, when i messaged you it was like hey is it gonna pass and you're like absolutely yeah, not definitely not <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, but my, uh, my mechanic that I take it to, um, has just nicknamed it the Grand Rover because every time it goes into the, uh, the garage, it costs a grand. Um, and, uh, that's not that far from the truth. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a little while before the MOT gets done on it. Um, but yeah, uh, and between doing things on that, I was also able to do a little bit of stuff in the house. Um, just some, some general sorting shit out um but also getting a bit of work done in the bathroom um and finding out that the wall that may or may not have been load bearing is in fact not load bearing um i need to get the um they're in still just to like completely confirm it that you know they're happy for me to just start 
knocking shit down. Uh, but that means that when Sam, housemate Sam, moves out, because I think she's up in Yorkshire at the moment, I'm fairly certain she's going to basically come back, pack her stuff, and then move back up to Yorkshire. Mm. Um, which is great for her. Like, it's a really, really good opportunity because down here she's not had the best of luck. So I've I've essentially had a housemate for the last eight months that's not been able to pay rent. Um, so it'd be quite nice to have her out, take a bit of time to just knock down the wall of the bathroom and sort it out without having to worry about the fact that there's not a wall uh, for a few weeks. Um, get that sorted. And once that's done, I can then bring in another housemate that will hopefully be able to actually uh, pay rent this time. Um, and yeah, it's it's been good. And this weekend, I'm uh, well, this weekend just gone. Sorry, I, I was over my parents um, for like a family thing, uh, and very politely asked my dad if he could clear all the shit that he's piled up on top of the truck off, so that I can actually go up and work on it again this weekend. Um, and then this coming weekend, which would be again fucking awesome to start being able to work on that again. Um, and then. Yesterday, which was another bank holiday because it was Monday, mm. uh, I went to the seaside with my friend and it was great because we basically just spent like four hours just wandering around this beach town uh, because the pub that we wanted to go to was closed until 8pm and we were like, well, what else are we going to do? Uh, uh, let's just wander around and figure something out. Uh, ended up going to a um, an old fort uh there as well it was really good um going around the museum and, and doing all of that um but yeah it was it was just nice it was really good hanging out with um with him because he's been going through some stuff and kind of just needed a bit of a distraction um which was quite welcome for me as well to have a bit of distraction um and just hanging out with with a friend that i've not seen in a while um because that plus the gig which again was so fucking good mm -hmm um it just made me realize that or made me remember sorry that uh in the last like three years i've seen not enough people not done enough not been social at all and i kind of miss it and yeah there might there might have to be some changes uh in my life coming up soon because i i kind of i'm at the point now where i kind of want to like do stuff at the weekends and like see people and stuff. And I've not really done that before. I'm quite excited about it because mm -hmm. I feel like it's it's something that I should be doing. What you need is a nice like nine to five IT job or something, Steve. You know something Ooh, really that sounds fun. I I genuinely I um I was talking there, there was an advert coming up, uh, came up for a parts delivery driver for a uh, a local like car parts place um eight till five monday to friday and working like eight till 12 every other saturday or every third saturday i think it was and i looked at it i was like oh that's kind of tempting because like zero stress zero commitment zero fucking anything like literally like out the door and i'm done plus cars and car parts and getting to drive around all day i was like oh this is this is a really good job. Um, like if I if I'd seen that whilst I was still working in IT, I think I would have just applied and be like, "Give give give me job, give me job, give please. job now, please." Um, but yeah, other than that, it's, it's it, there's a lot of like 
there's been a lot of progress that's been done in the last uh, week, couple of weeks. Um, but now I'm at the point where I just need to apply some finishing touches. Uh, which, if you also, I love the fact that every other podcast that I listen to at the moment, I say every other podcast, like Makers, uh, Waffle, Two Thirds Focused, and a couple of others. There's there's now this like theme of like shoehorning in segues and being really obvious about segues. I'm like, that's that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost um, as if we have been doing this for a while and people are taking <laughs> notes of all the fun things you do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, finishing touches because let's say with the the um, the Land Rover, it is literally it's just finishing touches, like put, getting the covers on and getting the wheel arch put back in, which I may need to buy a new wheel arch, and I don't think you can get them singularly. Um, but I think like it's doing those little, last little bits, like it's such a nice feeling when you get to the point where it's like, ah, I can start doing the finishing touches, like the bulk of it's gone, that mm. stress of like. Fuck! I don't know how this is going to go together, or, 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 and it's mm -hmm. like no, I can. I, I'm like, yes, there might still be, you know, a month's worth of work to do, but it's it's little finishing touches, and you can go at it a little bit at a time rather than it being these big gargantuan, 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 gargantuan um, <laughs> uh, things that that can be overwhelming, and mm -hmm. there's there's like no light at the end of the tunnel, whereas the like getting onto the finishing touches is it's nice mm -hmm. i think i think we've talked about this before at least i know al has mentioned it maybe in a private conversation we were having and even more recently i remember hearing malton james talking about it on the waffles where it was this idea of getting to the end of a project you know like do you take solace and comfort every time you finish a project or does it feel a bit um like lackluster, like you're done. And now you're like, Oh, well, I guess, I guess I'm done with that thing forever. And I don't have to think about it anymore, but there's such a drive, right? You're so motivated by the thing and you're in deep with whatever the project is. Uh, the motivation is there. And then once it comes to these finishing touches, I feel like there's two different types of people, right? It's the ones that really want to check it off the list. And there's, yeah. there's the other ones. And I feel like I bounce back and forth between them. Like I want to work on this house and get it done. But I've also got a, a bunch of other things that I want to work on. And then I have some absolutely necess or necessary things that I have to complete. Those feel like a droll. But every time I check them off the list, it's like, oh, never have to think about that again. Great. As far as the house goes, it's just this, like, I want to complete it. But I also want to take my time. And I'm okay yeah. with the process of it. And I don't know, you know, if another six months from now, suddenly I'm like, well, I think I'm done. <laughs> I can't even imagine what that feeling is going to be. By, by the time I get to yeah. that point, I'm so excited for this possible residential paperwork to go through that all that does is set me up for the rest of the things that I want to do. Now, when we were talking about it initially in the pre-show, um, I, I know it's really easy to make either analogies or, or use examples in the projects that we make, but I think this also has a lot to do with life where the finishing touches, you know, or these, these goals that you set for yourself, like when I complete this aspect of my life, things will be good. Or I'll get to this step. Like Steve, you're even talking about this example right now of wanting to change. Are, are you just quoting from the two thirds focus <laughs> episode? 
Where's it? What was this the most recent one? <laughs> they, they, they were talking about like goals and like reaching your goals and how like when you get to your goal, then what do you do once you've reached your goal? And it was yeah, it was just no, very no. Very this is your goal. Very similar. No, this well, it might be similar, but you know they're also stealing your Segway thing, so <laughs> screw them. Um, no, I, I'm just finding a lot of commonalities between. Like where I've put focus in life as well as projects, right? And how many times this thing has come back uh, very cyclically, cyclically, where I I get motivated by a thing, I jump into it, and then as it comes to the tail end, or when I can start to see the finish line, and I'm in this finishing touches stage, I either lose a ton of the motivation, or it's just like, well, I don't want that thing to stop, like. The, I have been so energetic and motivated by the process of this that mm. once I can see the end, I don't like it. It's almost like, Al, did you say something about this with video games or movies? I don't like finishing like you can't... things. Yeah. 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 So, like, I have all of this going through my head right now. Of I, I have some goals and some kind of finishing touches, things that I'm in the midst of. But... I also I don't really like that feeling at the same time. I know there's all a lot of new adventures in the near future. I have a lot of things on this like possibilities list and they're re-motivating, right? Or it's it's reinstilling this this ongoing process of just the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. I don't I don't really like that I'm seeing some like light at the end of the tunnels as it were. It's starting to make me feel weird cuz I don't know what happens when I get to the other side? Yeah. So I've I've got I've got a sort of fundamental challenge with finishing touches, as in plural. So what I'm thinking of in my head is the finishing touch on like a cutting board, right? I'm thinking of like those beautiful cutting boards that Mark gave us, Steve. Mm. Yeah. So beautiful piece of wood, nicely, you know, shaped. And then some sort of delicious oil poured mm. on it. And it's the, it's the finishing touch, singular, right? It's it's the last thing that goes on. It's like the money shot, right? After that, you don't need to do anything with it. That that was the finishing touch. Yeah. The, the literally the finish that goes yeah. on the wood, right? Because it's a simple thing. A lot of love has gone into it, but the finishing touch is 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 some some beautiful oil or something. But most of the things I do are way more complex than that. <laughs> and I'm not taking away uh, from Mark. Obviously, he's done a great job. But most of my projects and stuff are deliberately yeah. overly complex. So there's no finishing touch singular. It's finishing touches. Yeah. And by their nature, they they there's a paradox there where they, they, they do not finish. <laughs> <laughs> and the more you do, the more there's another one that you have to do. Yeah. And you unearth other things. So like... The Vitara, like I did, I got it to where I wanted it to get to, but every time I find a little thing that I want to do that is a finishing touch, it just opens up and and almost amplifies the other things that need doing. Yeah. So the more you finish it, the less finished it is, which just stresses me out. <laughs> See, I, I'm really glad you went with the the Vitara because I was going to use like cars as a as an example because I've been watching. I know because uh, I've been watching um, a lot of uh roadkill recently i've been catching up on that and um there's obviously with them like their whole shtick is that you know it's it's all bodged together just enough to get home um but they do do the occasional build where they're like 
yeah, it's it's a heap of shit and it's held together with you know zip ties and gaffer tape. But you know, they'll they'll put a a really nice like hood ornament on it or a scoop or whatever, or they'll spray it or whatever. Like they'll do that one little thing. It's like, yep, yeah, that's it. It's it's perfect now. It's done. Like, yeah, underneath it's still a bag of shit and it's falling apart. And it's still going to leak oil everywhere and break down every 10 minutes. But it's finishing touches. It's, it's, it's done. It's like, yeah, this is good. We, we can go now. Um, and uh, and I think you're kind of right in that the, there can be a finishing touches in like, that's it. That's the final thing. That's the only thing you need to do. And it's all done. Um, but then on more complex ones where, let's say with, with the Land Rover, for example, I'm on the finishing touches now. Like, it's going to be like every... Um, so to me, a finishing touch is every little thing that I'm going to be doing to it is going to be making it look more complete. So rather than like just putting a wing back on, but then I've got all the wiring to do and all that, like that's not a finishing touch. But you know, putting that um, that rubber arch back on, like that's going to make it look a little bit more finished. Putting the, the surround covers back on, that's going to make it look a little bit more finished. And like it's going to be that much closer to being like complete. And yeah, there's still going to be a thousand other things doing on it but for that part of the project that's a finishing touch and i think for me like um so the the truck for example like there is so much to do on it that it's overwhelming but when i go over this weekend i'm going to be putting the finishing touches on the stuff that me and jim and jamie started back in the summer of last year because it's going to be right i know that i need to get this bit done and that bit done and that's that part of the entire project finished. So it's those finishing touches on the stages of the project. Okay. Um, and but but going back to what Brett was saying, like I I find it really funny that your kind of um, aversion to finishing touches is very very different to mine. Like I I have two modes with with the finishing touches, which is either it's got two speeds. Um, uh, no three 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 sorry so there's there's one that's the same where it's like i don't want to finish it because because then it's done and then i've got to go on to the next thing but more often than not it's either i don't want to finish it because it's it's not good enough and like if if i don't finish it then it's not that it's not good enough it's just oh yeah but i've not finished it yet so it's it's fine like, <laughs> well, no, 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 can... it looks like that because it's not finished <laughs> yeah exactly like so yeah there's still room for improvement but i know deep down that no, <laughs> it's I, definitely I finished yeah <laughs> like i'm never actually going to be able to get to the standard i want because i fucked up a stage earlier on or whatever um or there's the other one where it's holy fuck this is all coming together i actually managed to achieve the thing that i set out to achieve and that's super exciting and invigorating and that makes me want to take more care with those finishing touches because it's like actually yeah you know, i i did a good thing i'm allowed to be happy about this so i'm gonna you know i'm gonna make sure that each of those things like rather than just bodging a light surround on i'm actually gonna go oh yeah i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna spend some money on some new ones so that they're not covered in algae like the old ones mm -hmm. were mm -hmm. and like just um like getting to the, that that finishing touches stage encourages me to actually go the extra mile um rather than just going like oh, fuck it that's good enough um, mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah and uh, so i think i think this is your version just then is kind of um lends itself to to my 
not planning out of things to the, in their entirety. Yeah. So more often than not, the finishing touches don't almost don't um, reveal themselves until the end. Yeah. So, like with cooking, you know, I might not know how it's going to be served. Yeah. I'll just let the food dictate it. Yeah. But I won't know until it's ready. Yeah. So, like the 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 sort of stew we made with the um the salsa verde, mm. Steve. Yes. I, I had no idea how that was going to turn out and how it was yeah. going to serve and you know how much liquid was there was going to be versus how much meat and stuff and vegetables. Yeah. Well, even but, how much seasoning you need. Exactly. So those those little touches that you put in at the end, you know, oh shit, it needs more salsa because it's yeah. so rich, or it, you know, it needs more lemon juice. So those things. What I like about those finishing touches is, I, and I've heard people say this before, like uh, especially with like <laughs> wood, um, <laughs> like someone might make a piece of furniture, for instance, but not know how they're going to finish it until it's finished, yeah, yeah. Uh, structurally finished. And then when they see it take form and they see the grain and they go, actually, I don't mind painting this or this needs some stain or yeah. this would be beautiful, you know, just, just with an oil or a wax. So there's something about the the, the uh, temporal finishing of something dictating the actual finishing touch. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when I think it can evolve. So like, for instance, the Full Metal Al, I'm going to take that to makers in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and you know, for all intents and purposes, I finished that project a couple of years ago and I made it. But now I'm like, oh right, maybe yeah. I could <laughs> add this, or maybe I could build this onto it, or maybe I could, you know, take it to the next step. So maybe a finishing touch is actually an evolution. Well, that I have to say that's the thing is like it's a finishing touch is it's it's getting to to that goal to that achievement to to that point that you've you've set out in your mind that doesn't mean that the thing is completely 100% finished never going to work on it again it's just i am satisfied with how far i've got for now on this aspect um and yeah that that can be anything like that that finishing touch can be um again I, i'm just using the the car as an example like I've got the firewall secure and it's being held there like on its own. Like there's no clamps and jacks and stuff holding the the body together sort of thing. Like it's all self-supporting. Like that's it. That's, that's finished. Um, that doesn't mean that I might not go back in six months and go, actually, I'm going to rip that out because I want to put a bigger engine in, which means I need to widen the space here or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's, <sighs> Yeah, and but then I mean that there are some where it is going to be like 100 like this is it never being moved again. This is completely finished. Like a um, like say you say you're doing a piece of sculpture that's going out to to somewhere else, or like the work that Carrie does. It's like well, this is going on film now, so yeah, this is finished. Like this is this is finishing touches sort of thing. Um, and again, like every every project's going to be different. Every person's going to have a different kind of thing on it, but. I think the kind of the thing for me with finishing touches is it should it should be enjoyable hmm. um which is why like i say when i when it gets to the point with me where i'm like actually i'm not satisfied with the project it's when i get to that point that i'm like right do i just sack it off or do i just restart or do i take a few steps back can i take a few steps back or have i got to start from the beginning all over again and i think 
like when you get to that um that finishing touches stage that's when you kind of have a bit of better bit of a better idea about um how you're getting on with the project because there's been so many projects where like all the way throughout i've been like this is awful this is awful this is awful and then got to the finishing touches and gone oh actually this looks so much better than i thought it was going to like every every kind of um like the the carving set that i made for my dad i went through stages of being like this looks amazing this looks awful this looks amazing this looks awful <laughs> and it wasn't until it was completely finished i was like this looks adequate like i'm, I'm is, is, right that like, is that like the, the sort of ugly phase that we were talking yeah. about yeah 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 well Speaking everything of. that you're saying is what's feeding into <laughs> my what happened nothing okay <laughs> I have no idea what's going on right now. So I carry on. Sorry. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, everything that you just said, Steve, take that and apply Ignore it. Ignore it. No. Everybody fucking forget what Steve just said. <laughs> no, I think it's important that when we talk about projects, that this is why I bring up the, the life aspect of things too. Every time you hit the reset button or every time you have to make a big shift, and I, you know, I have no idea what you're talking about or what your plans are in the near future, Steve. But for you to even discuss that, you're like, oh man, I could have taken this eight to five job driving a truck. <laughs> Where would things be now? You know, like mm. you'll never know what that axe looked like because you never made that axe. Yeah. But when I, you know, we're just using the analogy to say, uh, when when the life stuff happens. We have discussed this before. Not everybody can hit a massive reset button or you can't just go, nope, that handle turned out wrong and chuck it. Like, you don't get to do that when it comes to bills and taxes and possibly uh, offspring. So what? I don't care about your kids. <laughs> Watch oh, kids falling off bikes it's... all day. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I feel like, I'm I'm going through another one of these moments, and I I know I have discussed it before that the last six to eight months have been very good for me, but also pretty challenging, and like me having to take a lot of time to think things out, spend a little bit more time understanding where things are in my life, and to get into this house situation, I I know it was a big leap, and I'm taking a bunch of weird chances, having gotten into it, and I'm enjoying all of this process, but. It was kind of a reset button to come out here. I have gained a lot of perspective from the times in the past. I have thrown the old projects away, as it were. Um, but with, with me being able to send out like a sculptural project with blacksmithing, I do feel like what you guys are saying with this whole, uh, say, Caro's example, where it's the thing that needed to be on stage. It's been filmed. As far as that industry is concerned with, that, that's done. It is done. Yeah. It is complete. It is spoken for. As far as life goes, like it is ongoing. So even though I've had these moments in my life where I, I feel, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is the thing I'm supposed to be doing. Even getting into the maker community, I look at it and I'm like, this is what I would like to do. I'm still there four or five years later where I'm glad I'm a part of this. And I like, I like the community as a whole that I'm part of, but I didn't see it as a final step and I still don't even know what that all meant. When I first got started, it was do YouTube, maybe sponsors, subscribers, hang out at Jimmy's place, do that thing. If, if feeling it, things have changed 
and like the the finishing touches or, or feeling like I'm making all this like grand progress towards a final goal. Mm. I think I'm becoming more aware that I have to look at this as it's like, hey, that's that's good so far. Like like you were saying a minute ago, it's like, hey, this satisfies all the things that I need or require, and this will suffice for the time being. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's I think that's harder to gain perspective on that I would have ever given it credit for in the past. I only only now, at my experience of the last few years, have I gotten to just be like, oh no no no, stop stop thinking about it this way. They're like, my kitchen is done forever; it will exist that way. If I end up getting rid of this place and somebody rips that entire thing out, it does not exist anymore. There was no finality to it. Yeah. Um, so I'm being less precious about those things, but trying to give them enough care to to chalk it up to like, okay, at least a year from now, I'll know that I did all of this plumbing. I did all the kitchen space. And even if I didn't exist in this space anymore, I don't really care because it was a big learning experience or I'm on to the next chapter, whatever it is. Finishing touches, but uh, less final. Yeah, I don't know how to necessarily put that into words. You know what I mean? I mean... I think like it when you were talking then, I couldn't help but think like um going back to what uh to I was saying about the, the chopping boards, like if you're making a product to sell, then you know you, you put the finishing touches on it and then once it it leaves the shop or leaves your house or whatever and goes to a customer or client or whatever, like that that's it then. Like that's that's finished. But like you say, like if it's something in your house or if it's your car or if it's yourself, like it's it's never finished. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's never my, finished. My uh the tattoo I got the other day. Um that, like that as a singular piece is is finished, but it's part of a larger concept or larger idea. So there's gonna be more to it. Like it's like yes, at the moment it's finished, but then when the other two bits get put on, then it it will technically be finished. <laughs> but then there'll be filler to go in around it, and then there'll be other bits that are added on as it develops and as it evolves. So I haven't got any money for an MOT. <laughs> <laughs> I, to be fair, I because I was supposed to get the other one done uh, on Saturday, and I had to cancel it because I was like, yeah, I booked this in when I thought I was going to have more money. I was flush. I don't. <laughs> um yeah uh, so yeah anyway um but yeah like so the, can i the, pay the, you in unfinished axes <laughs> well funny enough i am supposed to be paying for like the next one with with an axe um but but yeah like the you know with i think with most things like unless it's leaving your care as it were um then finishing touches are never final it's just it's getting it to the standard that like like I said earlier, it's getting it to the standard you're happy with at the time with your available time resources, whatever. And then it goes on to the next, uh, the next stage. Speaking of, um, Brett, I'd love your take That's... on this. Um, so we've talked about finishing touches being like closure, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is the end of the project or, or not as Steve's, mm -hmm point just was just making um and finishing touches being the, the little finesse right mm -hmm. all the thing the things that kind of just take it to the next level but 
there's also been times where a finishing touch is actually something that completely transforms something. So I'm thinking about things like uh, prop making and listening to like Adam Savage um, and how like weathering mm. is a finishing touch, but can completely change yeah. the look and feel of something. And Brett, like you putting a lot of effort into something, crafting it, forging it, shaping it, imagining it, but then brassing it at the end. And it suddenly becomes something totally different. They're totally yeah. different personality, totally different story. So finishing touches can actually be quite dramatic. So I'd love mm -hmm. to know, like, is that something that you think is a really powerful thing, a useful thing, um, a scary thing? <laughs> you know, it's not just the little sprinkling of parsley on the top of the ratatouille, the chive on top, you know. It's... Right. But the, there has to be some similarities with the presentation of food when you're working in fine dining because – it was something they talked about very often uh, going through art school is knowing when you're finished, right? And we have had a discussion about that in terms of just the projects that we make on our own. But, you know, I feel like the scale, the bigger the scale of the project, the more that finishing becomes important, right? Or it's what can separate you from the rest of the people out there. So there are tons of artists that they would talk about who were, uh, you know, line art black and white they can draw anything it was great but if you could come back in with watercolor you know and add a splash of color here and there or being able to put small finishing touches that no one else did and completely separated you from everybody else because you just immediately didn't look like them my tendency to brass things has multiple purposes i do like the look of it i've fallen in love with this black and brass look mm -hmm. I dig it, but you know, we don't get a lot of, uh, we don't get a lot of moisture out here, but the brassing, I didn't even know when I first learned it, but it adds a layer of non-rustable material to your steel. <laughs> yeah. So n now like over the last year or two, when people are like, Oh, it looks so cool. Hey, does it, uh, actually work against rust? And you go, yes, it does. <laughs> it's a raincoat. Um, it absolutely serves more purposes, right? So the more I'm able to look at these finishing touches as um, aesthetically pleasing, but like I took into consideration two or three more functions that that serves yeah. that other people might not, right? So if... Um, like your um, Shusugiban. Mm. Yes, yes. Doing that, I know, got trendy and whatnot, but it's called Yakisugi. Yakisugi. Um, <laughs> Thank you, JP. So the the idea that we're able to, um, as far as art school is concerned, is like you needed to develop your own style, but a lot of that was in the finishing touches, right? Um, everybody could be given the same blank sheet of paper and media, but it was all about how you handled that and then typically how you presented it. Um, I, I think it's... I think one of the biggest challenges for people is knowing when a project is done and what those last couple of steps can be. So I know you yeah. presented this to me as like, I don't know, a general question. Maybe I'm just going to deflect this off to Steve, but you guys work for a high quality production shop. And we have had discussions about the artistic approach to things or the way that you finish things, the exposed hammer marks, you know, to show that it was handcrafted and stuff like that. But, you guys have a much higher standard for quality control going out the door where everything does have to look the same. 
but but when you're mixing with this forged feast situation, you have cooks. Cooks want to be able to present, or chefs, cooks, whatever, want to be able to present in their fashion. So it's like bringing two artists together, one who is more industrial art and one is more organic, like fly by the seat of their pants art, i.e. Al. He'll come in there and go, you know what this could use? A little green at the end. Alex Pohl's not necessarily going to know that his pan will have a thing and that it'll be green at the very end. Yeah. But how do you, how are you guys able to look at it at the forge? Do you even think that far ahead? Like what is, what is the finishing touch? Not of the piece, but like how will it get used in the end? Is that a complete non-issue for you? It goes out the door and you're like, we don't care how it finishes. And, I mean, and hold on side sidebar. When you talk about the cutting boards, what if somebody bought the cutting board or you guys got the cutting boards and you're like, mm, doesn't exactly do what I wanted to do. And then you modified it and like cut a little divot out of it. And you're like, yeah. now I can hold it better. Is it finished then? Well, that, that's the thing is it's if, if someone customizes it, then when it leaves your workshop, then yeah, it's finished. Like if they change it, then it's, it's them changing it. It's, it's a new thing. Like you, your finishing touches are your finishing touches. If someone else changes it further yeah. beyond that, I, th then... I, th I think it's a personal thing, right? Yeah, it's it's not the finishing touch; it's your finishing touch. Yeah, yeah, and it, which is the same with us. Like with to answer your question about the stuff from the forge, like once it goes into stock, that's finished. Like the like the pans, it, once they're wrapped up and they go in the box to go to the office, that's it. That's all I care about. That's all we care about. Like how they're then presented is entirely down to the other person then then they are a prop for someone else to use in their presentation mm -hmm. rather than us present i mean obviously yes we send them off to um photographers to get photos taken and make them look all nice and all that but you know mm -hmm. again that guy's using it as a prop rather than changing what we're doing and al does it kind of work the same for you if you're working with clients and stuff like that do you do you even have a sense of putting your own finishing touches on branding or marketing materials, or is it really up to them? Like you give them guidelines and say, don't change this green to purple just because you feel like it next month. Or is it really like they get the files sent out and it's just like, well, we did our job. I guess however they handle it from here is their finishing touch. You you have to, you have to kind of throw any sense of a sort of, um, <laughs> I don't want to say pride, um, preciousness out of the mm. window because the, the even the minute something leaves the door of a branding agency it's already out of date yeah so nothing is finished ever um and it always evolves so you you'll you'll send it out and and to your point brett the usage dictates if it's finished or not so we will create something and in two years five years it's not fit for purpose and it will evolve and it will change so to steve's point what might be my finishing touch is definitely not the finishing touch. It would just be what is needed at the time. But, and almost, if anything, actually, you need to build in the ability for it to be unfinished. Yeah. So you need to think, actually, no, this needs to, this will and has to be modified down the line. Mm. Otherwise, it's not fit for purpose. Well, now this is <laughs> adding more fuel to the fire of not only life but product stuff and all, all i've got going through my head right now is if you guys remember the video i did where i did the three doodle drawings where jess just made a bunch of scribbles on pieces of paper and then i turned them into drawings 
This was like oh, yeah, yeah. a year and a half ago yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was mostly, I gave myself a timeline, right? I was like, wherever I can get to by a couple hours from now. And I try and think of my life in a similar fashion. And I think it's just kind of presented itself um, as three years. Like somewhere in the three to three and a half year mark is when things have like gone under consideration, research and development, and then decision needs to be made. Whether it's undoing and and kind of setting myself up for this idea that things may shift. Like, I, you know, Steve, I, I assume that if somebody bought an axe from you and you were really happy with how it turned out and you also got to maybe add a leather sheath to it. If the person really doesn't know their way around any of the tooling for it, what if the sheath falls apart or like the stitching comes out or something like that? Would you offer to fix it as the producer of the thing? It, I mean, that depends entirely on so too, many, too things. many variables, too many variables. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But this is, I'm asking you that because it's like for products, I know certain people will do that. It's like a lifetime guarantee, right? Yeah. Even things that we can buy from the store, they'll have a certain year warranty or guarantee or something like that on it. When it comes to our own personal stuff, it's so, it's just us. Like we are beholden to whatever the decisions that we make. Do we give them a timeline? Does that help you guys solve problems in any fashion in terms of knowing when things are finished quote unquote and i'm not even saying that they're finished and it's all positive i'm saying like mm -hmm. this thing is done yeah and i have to accept that it was a failure a learning experience i have to shift things whatever you want to call it the negative side versus the positive side is it timeline based is it just you've gained so much experience at this point that you know when a a thing is finished or ready for finishing <laughs> I think there's a, there's, there's a maturity in knowing that you can call it, yeah, you know, because otherwise it would it just will never be finished. But you know, yeah. so for instance, uh, working on a, a word mark today, so quite appropriate, and the finishing touches on that was like a little bit of kerning and just some sort of crafting of the letters. Mm -hmm. Um, it totally needed it, like from from a design point of view and from a craft point of view. 99% of the people who would ever see that wouldn't give a shit <laughs> or even notice it. Um, so did it need those finishing touches? Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I certainly wouldn't have let, let it leave the building without it. Um, you know, the client probably never noticed, but it's almost like it's, it's, it's almost like, I don't know, is it due, due diligence or like mm -hmm. doing the right thing? Like yeah. it, mm -hmm. it needs those mm -hmm. finishing touches. It needs the little bow tying on it and wrapping up pop properly. Otherwise, mm -hmm. it's I don't know. Yeah, it's. I, I think, like you say, it it's that that kind of experience of and maturity of being able to say, actually, you know what, I'm done with this. Like whether it's a case of saying, I'm done with this. This is as good as it's going to get, or as good as it needs to be. Um, but also being able to say like, yeah, if I carry on, I'm just going to make it worse. Like mm -hmm. this is, this is it. I need, I need to just stop or start over or whatever. Um, I don't think, um, I don't think it's easy to quantify that because everything is, again, there's so many variables with each and every, every one. Yeah. And I think it is just a case of, um, 
of that maturity and self-awareness of being able to take a step back and going like, nah, this is it. I'm, I need to stop sort of thing. Yeah. This is, this is kind of healthy timing for a conversation like this, just because a project that I kind of started with a guy a year ago, year and a half ago, I've gotten to the point where now it is, it's like a burden. I have other stuff to focus on. And I feel like even though there is a potential for a monetary compensation with this thing, I think I have to, I think I've learned enough at this point in my life to know when I have to put the finishing touches on where I'm at with yeah. this human and just go, Hey man, like best of luck to you, but I need you to just go away. And like, this is me putting the finish on it. Right. I'll try and leave it, do the due diligence thing. Like Al said, leave on good terms, like give them a write up of the things that I was going to do, but don't <laughs> have the fucking time or capacity to do and just give it to them and be like, this is finished to the degree that I see fit. And also you're becoming such a goddamn bother that I can't deal with you anymore. <laughs> we don't necessarily get to do that with steel. You can't, I mean, you could, you could take the steel and just go, I'm done with you. You're too difficult and throw it in a bucket. It happens yep. sometimes. Uh, but you know, when it comes to life things, we don't get that decision. It's not that easy sometimes. So. I appreciate you guys kind of entertaining both aspects of this project wise, life wise, positives, negatives. I want to be able to put nice finishing touches on things and know that they are wrapped up. Nice little pretty bow. But sometimes those finishes really are. Yeah, I don't want to have to do the finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. It, it's a. Uh, what the fuck are you doing? We wanted uh, to put a finishing touch on the. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think it, it is a difficult one though, like because, like you say, like it's it's very hard to 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 do that with um, with live stuff and to know when to to put the finishing touches on stuff. Um, like e even down to like this podcast, sometimes it's really difficult to know when to when to call it um, a day and when to to end it and go into the the word um but sometimes it's it's much easier because you have something like a incredible desperate need to piss and you just have to say this is spiffing al do you have an order yeah, it's as no, it's not. It's abs, abs, uh, which means you are first. Fuck. Um, in a, a rare break of character, I'm going to spiff something on Disney Plus. <laughs> um, if you've not watched Moon Knight, watch Moon Knight. I've not. Yeah, I've not watched it. I've not got around to it yet. Really, is it really good? Is it? I, it's really I weird. I have heard. It's really weird. It's quite dark. It's quite funny. Nice. Um, it's very un Disney. Uh, I like Ethan Hawke, though. I like Ethan Hawke, uh, and I like Oscar Isaac. And it's just, yeah, it's just unexpected. It's interesting. He's a, he's kind of Moon Knight's very kind of Deadpooly, yeah, a little bit fourth Wally, um, yeah. Wally, and um, yeah, it's just it's enjoyable. Get it watched. 
Good shout. Uh, I feel you. Uh, it's beautiful. The costumes and stuff are fantastic. Yeah. And the, the oh, visuals, I did hear that. I visuals the... are stunning. It's really nicely shot. Um, yeah. Come Although, uh, I'm kind of sad because um, I, I don't know if it's for Moon Knight as well, but I know the Hawkeye series is only being done as a one shot now because they've decided mm. to put it in as a something to do with some fucking award That's ceremony fine. and Just leave it as yeah. it is. Yeah, no, it, it in a way it's kind of nice that they're leaving it as it is, but at the same time, like I really enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, uh, good shout. I will uh, watch that once I'm finished with Roadkill and Peacemaker because I'm still working my way through Peacemaker. Dude, Peacemaker, um, Peacemaker. So Thank you for that suggestion. Yeah, I did not think I was gonna like that show. Right? It's so, yeah, so much better than I was expecting. Uh, good shout. Right, uh, Brett. What about you? I hope this isn't a respiff, but I don't care if it is. So, how would how do you guys say uh, a a motorway that has a dedicated sign to it? R O U T E. How do you say that? Route, route, route. Okay, so route is wrong. Yeah. Okay, you don't like that. Route, route nine signs. Chris. Ah, yes. Yes. That's good that's friend. Definitely, definitely a respiff. It has to be, and like three I don't times. care. I really don't care because he's been posting a bunch of his work and these projects lately. You guys know my affinity for small models and detail work. Al even brought up the, the weathering techniques earlier as an example of finishing touches. I've been following Chris for a while now, and he is a very good mate. Uh, we, we chat relatively often. Love the guy to death. I think he's just a good human. I also love when he gets really stinky on instagram and shits on terrible people that makes me really happy but his work speaks for itself you want to talk about finishing touches and detail work and oh, yes. putting a lot of time and energy into <laughs> i i feel like his projects it's like i wouldn't know where to stop because you'd be like i don't know maybe you, i add one more little pebble in the ground with a grain of sand would that really <laughs> set it off like he has to know so much so much to pull off the detail work that he does you know scales measurements all these things and now he's getting into have you seen the mini mini led lights that he's doing now because yeah. everyone forever has bugged him about like well you got to find tiny neons for all your neon signs <laughs> you're like that is not a possibility well he just posted something recently about what looked like just the most miniature little fluorescent lights like yeah. shop lights but they're very small and led I'm very excited to just continue following him. Um, genuinely good person. And I just, I really appreciate his work. So, Chris, it's Root Nine Signs on the Grams. Nice. Yeah. No, nice. Good shout. I am, um, yeah. I think we've, we've spoken to him. We've spoken about him a few times on here. And every time um, someone brings up, I'm like, yes, it's fucking awesome. Go and check it out. Um, so, yeah. I approve. Um, I am going to go, I'm going to do a little bit of a, a double spiff, uh, but the first one doesn't really count because it's uh, it's something that everyone knows. Um, so I have been a bit off and on with uh, podcasts over the last six months or so, um, uh, mostly because I keep dipping in and out of uh, audiobooks and podcasts. Um, but uh, I'm in a bit of a on a bit of a podcast binge again at the moment, and 
I stopped listening to making it quite a while ago. Um, and I picked it up again recently and they're just talking about cars. It's fucking great. Like <laughs> all three of them are just like, oh yeah, I've got this car and I'm going to do this with it. And then I've got this car and I'm going to do this with it. And um, yeah, it's, it, it feels like uh, it used to be again. Like it, it's, it was genuinely interesting and enjoyable to listen to. So if like me, you stopped listening to making it for a while, maybe go and check it out again. Cause it's, it's nice. I'm enjoying it. Um, but my proper spiff, um, as anyone who was following me on Instagram will know, uh, at the gig uh, that I went to, there was a lovely bit of graffiti on the side of the pub next to the venue. Oh, yeah. Uh, some pirates. Um, and Mr. Tim from Turgworks uh, actually knew who the artist was as well. <laughs> awesome. Um, so it's a, a guy called Keith Hopewell, um, who's an illustrator and street artist in Bristol. Um, it's SP076 on Instagram and apparently on Facebook as well. Um, but yeah, just a really good graffiti artist. Um, and it's it's one of the things that I fucking love about Bristol is it's... Um, it's street art. It's everywhere up there. So getting to see a, a local guy um, doing stuff like that. And also, if you look at his uh, profile, like you expect it to be, I don't know why, but in my head, all graffiti artists are like under 23. <laughs> uh, they've all got, I was going to say a baseball cap on backwards. I realize that I'm doing that right now. Um, but yeah, that like that stereotypical image. And he's, he's not at all. He's just a, a lovely older guy with yeah it's it's just he's a really nice looking guy um but yeah the work that he's got on there is really cool really funky um i think we've all said about how much we enjoy seeing other artists what's the instagram ones. handle uh sp0 as in s-p-z-e-r-o uh, 76 zero. yes sorry uh otherwise i would have just said zero <laughs> <laughs> like he did. Uh but yeah, uh go check out his his Insta. There's uh there's a bunch of cool stuff on there. Um and yeah, I just I I really enjoy seeing Street Up. Um so yeah, that is my proper spiff. Um is there any other business from you guys? Very excited for everybody that's going to the Maker Central. Yes. I yes, hope everybody's getting everything ready that seems like it's going to be a super fun time so looking forward to following everybody from far <laughs> yeah i'm um i'm looking forward to well, i'm looking forward to saturday night uh yeah al anything from you no nah. cool uh right in which case um if you want to find us you can find us in all of the usual social media places you can find me at moonshine metalworks you can find brett at skull and spade 13 and you can find murphy right here what what do you want He's just staring at me. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. Murph's Muff Shack. If you want to find us as a collective, then FWT Podcast on the internet. Uh, all for tools. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're about. Go go check us out. Um, but yeah, until next time, uh, just go, go, go put the finishing touches on... 
whatever the fuck you want. Uh, and do it in your way, because because we love you. <laughs>